The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California. First down. Hand Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It's a Friday edition of Talking Cowboys here from Oxnard, California, and Radio Row as Training Camp 2022 rolls on from the West Coast alongside Mickey Spagnuolo, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Chris Beam running the show as always as we've got plenty to get to. It's one of those times of year, Mickey, whenever you look around, you're like, wow, maybe we'll get a little bit of a breather. We can just talk football. We can, we can put everything aside. Let's just get to football. Well, guess what? As soon as we're done with our Wednesday show, news breaks that Cowboys are not just talking about football. They're adding football players mm. to their roster. Mm. And they're that's getting sort to of that football, point. isn't it? It is football. It's good things. Anthony Barr is now a Dallas Cowboy. As his signing goes through, one-year deal, $2 million can get up to $3 million via incentives. And let's talk about it a little bit because Isaiah, Rob, I know we've talked about it on our show plenty of times. Mickey, I'm sure you probably brought his name up on a couple of occasions throughout the offseason. This was something we were looking for, and now the Cowboys have him. Yeah, and I guess Anthony Barr decided it was time to play football, right? Because <laughs> it's not like with a $2 million deal that can make three, the Cowboys up their offer, right? <laughs> so Barr probably decided, or he got healthy enough to like, okay, come out and I'll, I can pass a physical. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, every, I, and I hear, you know, I was talking to the guys next door, and they were like, yeah, all the fans are up in arms. They signed a guy, and he had to go on pup. Well, remember, he wasn't with anybody he's this not. Year. He's not injured. Right. He's not dealing with he, an injury. He, that he didn't have an off season that was structured. He had no OTAs. He had no mini camp. Uh, he had no four-day ramp up here. So the Cowboys are just being smart and saying, all right, let's just make sure we get him ready before we put him in pads. So, uh, And then the other thing is, if he's not ready, then you leave him on pup and you say, okay, four games, uh, you continue to get ready, and then we'll have you for – 13 games. Yep. And so that's what's going on. But yeah, it's it, I mean it's an it's an inexpensive look at a veteran guy who's had a pretty good year. Now, can you keep him healthy? Yeah, and and that's that's been a thing for him the last couple seasons. You know, he missed almost all of 2020 with an injury. He missed I think 6 games last year. He's 32. So he's had some injuries after that string of pro bowls that he had in Minnesota. However, he can step in here and play a role for this team. He can step in and do some Micah Parsons like things, Isaiah. I think oh. well, in terms of I'm, oh. not, I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's the linebacker. <laughs> but, the but, yeah, but, but I do think he's he's got kind of a similar skill set in terms of he can play off the ball, he's a thumper at the linebacker spot, he can blitz, he can get to the quarterback, and I think they've got a nice mix of guys who can do that. I mean, Micah's got range, but you've got Leighton Vander Esch who's a above average linebacker in coverage, I believe. And you've got Jabril Cox, who's got a chance to be, I think, a great linebacker in coverage. Yeah. That That's probably the best aspect of his game. I think 
they've got a linebacker core that I think kind of complements each other pretty well if everything comes together and everybody stays healthy. Absolutely. These guys, Dan Quinn is has to be the happiest man on earth right now. Not only did the front office find a way to get – uh, a four-time pro bowler and an absolute dog at linebacker for a discount double check because previously he's been playing for anywhere between 8 to $10 million, and all of a sudden you're able to slide in and steal him for $2 million. So kudos to the front office for that. Uh, I think, you know, George Edwards might have had something to do mm, with that. You think? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but you get a player who not only is a physical specimen, you get a player who is accomplished um, and re- well-respected around the league for what he's done in, in his career to date. Um, and then you also get a leader. You get somebody who rocked the C on their chest, and that's something that you can't just look past, especially when you're looking at this linebacker core that the Dallas Cowboys had. Michael Parsons was an absolute, complete specimen, physical. I mean, we all know what he was last year. However, one thing he did not have to take on was the leadership role, and that's something that now he doesn't have to try to walk into and now take on going into this camp. He can still – Go back because this really still, even though it's his second year, he didn't play a ton of linebacker last year. So he still it's still relatively new for him at this level at that particular position. And I think he's going to be playing a lot more linebacker this year than he did last year. Uh, Van Der Esch, well, you can't really look to him as a leader because of the position that he's in. He's really fighting for his job and fighting for not for his job this year, but fighting to have the big boy contract down the road. So you can't really look for, to him to be the leader of this at uh, that second level. So now you bring a guy in who. Has that's all he knows is being that leader. So these guys can now look up to him. Um, both guys can look up to him because he's he's more accomplished than they've been to date in terms of their career. You yeah. know, and 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 the other thing that might have been sobering to the Cowboys because you know when somebody it was in the off season, somebody said uh, weakest position or whatever, and I not name wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I said, well, there's no depth at linebacker at all. No, I said. Here they are sitting with Micah Parsons, Leighton Vanderish, and Luke Gifford, and right, <laughs> and it and it's like yeah, yeah, and, and and it's like you would like to say Jabril Cox, but he's coming off an ACL. Look at practice yesterday. Yeah, Leighton Vanderish is not here, excused for a personal matter. And you're out there with Parsons and Gifford, right? Yes, because Jabril Cox is still they're managing him coming off the. Give me injury. another guy after Gifford. It was it was Story Jackson. It was Devin Harper. I'll see Malik you look. Jefferson. Well, no, I mean, I wanted somebody to come off the top of their heads, he's right? Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I, look at what I, I've got Twitter up. I've got I've right. Got he's, that, but I, he's got I also, the spot boards ready. No, you had I your spot wrote boards an ready on it yesterday. So yeah, that's probably so, why. but <laughs> that that's the thing though is you look at it from a depth standpoint because I I agree with what you're talking about with the pedigree Isaiah because he does bring pedigree. Four Pro Bowls is nothing to sneeze at. That's a fantastic career. If he was to quit today he's really he had a fantastic career but you also talk about all four of those pro bowls came with george edwards in minnesota after george edwards left minnesota he has not made a pro bowl since so yes there is a connection yeah but he's been hurt but that's where i was leading Mick. oh okay sorry the the whole (laughs) scenario around needing him here it's not to be the number one guy you've got a number one guy he's wearing number 11 he and mike mccarthy talked about it last week Uh, 60 40 was the snaps for Micah Parsons at linebacker as opposed to edge rusher. So he did kind of share that a little bit, and I agree with you. I think he'll play more at the second level this year. But ultimately, with Anthony Barr coming in, he can be that third guy behind Micah Parsons, behind Leighton Vander Esch. Then he's a close third. 
to where you can mix and match, and Dan Quinn's got depth. He's got options. He can do different pass sets. You can blitz Micah Parsons and not have an, a liability at the second level. That's what I'm excited about. He doesn't need to come in here and be a pro bowler. He can come in here and provide significant depth, and all of a sudden your defense is automatically better. Yeah, like I said, he's going to play a role. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to play sixty snaps, but he's he's there in position if he needs to. And he's also you mentioned flexibility. Micah could very well play more off the ball this year. Sure, but if they want to, or if they need to play him off the edge more and drop him in those situations, now you can do that because now you've got a guy that you can plug in right there. And the other thing, too, is you mentioned you know, he's coming off injuries. Jabril Cox is coming off a major injury, yeah. and, and they have a lot of high hopes for him, but he only played like nine defensive snaps last year. There are some unknowns for him, and they're trying to manage him, make sure he's, he's healthy going into this season. Leighton had a full season last year, but has been banged up at times. So mix right from that standpoint, too. Like they, they needed to add some depth and some injury insurance at the position. That, this is, I mean, Isaiah knows it. That's a position, it's right there in terms of contact and guys yeah. getting banged up. I mean, it's right there. And they got bigger. They got bigger. I don't think other people understand that. This second level is ginormous. They're not just regular size linebackers. Michael Parsons is 6'3", 245 all day long. Vander Esch is 6'4", 250 all day long. You got Anthony Barr comes in now. He's 6'5", 255 all day long. What does that do when you guys, when you have this size along with these uh, the mobility that these guys have, the athleticism? Dan Quinn, as creative as he is, I've been saying it from the mountaintops for as long as his name came up around Cowboys Nation. This guy is going to be – I hope EA Sports is paying attention because – <laughs> because, 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 It's in the game. Because, because, it's in the game. Because John Madden, they're going to have to add some formations to, to the Dan Quinn <laughs> – Dan Quinn's defense. You know, the three – Add some audibles. Yeah, normally, you know, you have the regular four threes, the three fours. You know, occasionally somebody wants to get all spiffy and get the, you know, the three, three, five – they're going to be doing some wild stuff. Like a 9-2? Like dude, you're going to be what? seeing all kinds of weird stuff. Well, and here's the other thing, Isaiah. <laughs> if, if, they, if, if they wanted to – I mean, they say they're a 4-3 base defense. <laughs> base. But they didn't have – they didn't have, if they wanted to do it, yeah. they didn't have three linebackers. Nope. They felt good but last year. That deal with Keanu Neal, that eh, ain't yeah. quite work. That's why J. Ron Curse so, had to step down. Well, and, and, and but other teams will look at J. Ron Curse, too, if they want to get heavy and run the ball yeah. and say, okay – he ain't that big. Yeah. So now you got three. You can put three linebackers start, out start there. Start thinking about this, man. I mean, because as you know, I'm, I'm a creative guy. So I started thinking about the different situations. All of a sudden, it's third and long, and all, and you need to get to the quarterback. And you decide to say, hmm, Michael Parsons, walk down to the edge. Um, and then I'm gonna put Sam Williams on this edge over here. And then I'm gonna bring uh, Armstrong, and I'm gonna put D Law on the inside. And then you guess what? I'm gonna put Barr and Vander Esch at the second level. There's so many things that you can do in terms of just being creative with your offerings, Dan. Quinn is a kid in a candy store. This is a problem for everybody, and I love it. They that do. was the first thing I said. I Dan Quinn got a new toy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do have a lot of guys who can play in a lot of different spots. Like we talked about, Sam Williams played some inside at Ole Miss. D. Law played some inside last season, late in the year. And you're right about Barr. Like he is a huge linebacker. I mean, he. There was talk when he was maybe going to go to the Jets that maybe he was going to be a pass rusher yeah, exclusively for yeah. them. Uh, and and you just watch him play, man. You watch his highlights. He put a lick on Cooper Rush last year on Ooh. Halloween as a blitzer. Like that's that's part of his role, I think. And I think he's got 16 career sacks. He can help them in that regard too. So here's my question: what what happened in Minnesota? Because last year, you know, he 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 had agreed to a deal with 
no, with the Jets, with the yes. Jets, right? But a but they ago. had a couple. Of years. It wasn't last year, yeah, because they re-signed them uh, in 2019 to a five-year. I want to say it was a 67 60, yeah. million dollar package, right? Yeah, and they wanted to renegotiate his deal last year to get some cap space because mm-hmm. he was supposed to make like 12.9. They shaved it down to 10 million. Yep, and for him to agree to that, he got the ability to void the last two years of his contract. Yeah. So that's why he was a free agent, right. right? But it's August 4th, and he was still a free agent. And th- th- so. did he, it, it could be person. It'll be interesting to see how he answers that yeah, question. I don't, I don't believe that he had a problem in terms of opportunities in the NFL. Okay. I, don't, I don't think, you he, think had, he was being selective. I, I think his head coach is no longer there. Right. So there was a lot of interpersonal complete things. Turnover. Yeah, there's a complete yep. turnover. They, there's a lot of moving parts over there. They had between the head coach and the quarterback, there was a lot of beef in that organization over the past year or two. You're right. And I'm pretty sure that he was a part of that as well. Now, he had an opportunity to remove himself, and he definitely did so. So yeah. I don't think that there's any team in this league, that aside from his injuries, right, which are not reoccurring injuries in the same same injury. We're not talking about Odell Beckham tearing his knee twice, right? We're talking yeah. about a peck, and we're talking about a knee. These yeah. are things yeah. that just happen. It's a part of the game. We saw with Gallimore, right? First preseason game, freaking arm, whatever, goes goes away. So it, things like that happen. This guy is a leader, and he's a pro bowler, multi-pro bowler. Everybody wants this type of guy on their team. You also go back and you look at the, the I mean, it's been the buzzword throughout training camp so far, but the best type of ability is availability. Yep. And, and over the last couple of years, he's had a similar track record as a Tyron Smith in terms of games played. Well, he's Last only year, played 13 games in two two years. Yeah, there you go. And that's exactly the amount that Tyron Smith has played in the last two years. No, 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 no. You want to bet? Well, I that's right. right I forgot he missed. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm looking the, at it right now. He man. missed you, the whole you season. Bet? You want to bet, Mitch? Got it right <laughs> he, missed the, he missed the whole season. Okay. so No, well, he actually played four. Didn't he play four in 20? No, he played two. Just two? Yeah, just in two twenty. Point being... It's been 11, 11 and <laughs> Yeah, two but the Tyron last two Smith years. wasn't on 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 it wasn't a free agent and he only going to make 2 million dollars. That's my Do point. Do you think though. if Tyron Smith was a free agent, he can make more than 2 million dollars? But you still want Tyron Smith on your team, no, right? No, I know, but I'm saying I I want to know why. why you, maybe why that you was his choice. choice. It's, it's definitely his choice, mate, because you look at it if you're him you're him. You understand that you've the last few years have been injury-ridden for you. Right? Or maybe he made his money and it wasn't important. Well, no, I don't think that's the case. The thing is, as, as players in this league, you will take a step back to make a huge leap forward. And if you're able to sit back, humble yourself, and identify, when was I a pro bowler? Hmm, who was, my, who was the guy that was leading me in terms of coaches? Right. Oh, George Edwards. Okay, where's he at? Oh, he's, he's in Dallas. Okay, who else is around him talent-wise that will allow for me to do what I need to do to get myself back in that conversation oh, wow. of that caliber of Two player? Two other guys that have made a Pro Bowl. Absolutely. <laughs> right? And then you look at the defensive line. That's the other thing. Look at all the players that he has that's going to be in front of him that are going to allow for him to be productive at the second level. That's the thing that impacted uh, all the guys a couple years ago, Vander Esch and uh, – I was 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 uh, I blanked out on Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Yeah. Wee wee. Not right. co- yeah. <laughs> okay, so Jalen Smith. Not, not covered up. Yeah. Not being covered level. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, I mean, we yeah. got we yeah, have. We, there's some doggone girth up front now, and there's a lot of lot of guys that that's a crowded room, and it's going to allow that second level to roam and make plays. And once again, he again he doesn't he doesn't have to come unless he just balls out, and they just can't take him off the field. Which would be great. All la Jalen Cur- uh, Jaron Curse last year. Sure. He doesn't have to play sixty snaps Facts. a game if if guys stay healthy. It's a luxury. Be, remember, they play. How much three safety did they play last year? They played most of the time. They played only two linebackers on the field. Yep. So now they've built even more of a 
nice little deep rotation that they can work with and also provide injury insurance and if they need run to. defense. Yes, that's what I nobody was wants to freaking talk say. about it. Go ahead, Mick. Go crazy. I mean, how, how did they get beat in the in the playoff game? Run game gave up 160 some yards rushing. Most of the how season. did they get beat in the pre- previous time they were in a playoff game? They gave up 260 some yards yep. rushing. So now, if you have to go, if people want to go two tight ends, <laughs> all right. Well, I got. Linebackers that can cover a tight end, yep. probably the same size, right? And you can run with them because talking with Leighton Vanderess, somebody asked him about you know something about his ability, and he says, "I'm big and I'm rangy. I can cover." <laughs> and you know this is going to be an important year for him too, right? Absolutely. He he basically signed the same deal that Barr signed. Yep. It's the exact same. Yep. Uh, and and we've seen. When he's healthy, how productive he can be. Yeah. People forget um, his rookie year, he did things his rookie year when he was healthy that no other linebacker in Cowboy history did. And yeah. and we got two of them in, in, in the ring of honor. Yeah. And so we haven't, you know, we haven't seen him howl in a while. Maybe. Yes. We need to see him howl. And he was starting to howl at the end of the year last year, I think right? He had one or and two. I loved what he said at the home run <laughs> derby when somebody said, What was the difference at the end of the year compared to the beginning? And he goes, if you put me in the game for the entire game, that's what you get. Ooh. And I loved it. And, and he's right. He he's, got, his snaps went up. He played, the, he played almost I, – I just looked it up because I'm writing about him for today. He played 86% of the snaps in the playoff game against San Francisco. Mm. And, he, and he had 13 tackles, by the way. So you put him on the field, he's productive. Now you got him healthy. Uh, you you – Micah Parsons and now Barr, and then you got, you think Jabril Cox to kind of rotate in, yeah. The, so that's not boding well for what he's saying though, because it sounds like he's going to be about it's, to bring it up. Well, he's not going to be in there the whole game. He, but he nice has been. Rotation. But he has been out here. Yeah, yeah. When, he's, when been, he's been good. When out they've here gone for sure. to nickel, he's been the lone linebacker. There's times when he's just the linebacker, Facts. and you got Curse in there and Parsons lining up right. at defensive but, end. But what happens when when Jabril Cox stops working with Britt Brown and, and Anthony Barr is in there as well? Well, we're and it'll be a good thing, right? It's a good, Absolutely. Yeah, it it's like who's thing. producing? Yeah, back to I bar, back to bar, real quick. This deal has been there's been whispers about For this going back to probably May June. Yeah. There was talks, you know, maybe if the money was right, they were going to do this. Interest. Well, the money yeah. can't be right. <laughs> Well, right for the Cowboys. It's right for the Cowboys, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. They, they, so I mean, right. he decided to agree. They, they, to yeah. it was, yeah. From what I've heard, they, they needed him to be at a low number in order for them to pull the trigger out. Yeah. Well, then yeah. maybe he's looking at a team that he thinks is going to be successful. Yeah. yeah. And the George George Edwards influence. I mean, big yeah. guys love playing for George. I, I will say, I feel like this. I feel like fans would be more excited about this move. I think they are, but I think given what happened with James Washington, I think there is kind of a, okay, okay great. Sign a receiver now, okay? Let's go get a receiver in here, yeah. too. Like it's, Does it's he kind play of, receiver? It's, well, yeah, any of these receivers times. that are available, do you think they're going to play for $2 million? No. 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 Probably not. Well, maybe. I don't know. It depends on which guy. Again, just, maybe just wait. Just one, you know, one go to the end of camp, see you know, the guy looks like there. it's Labor Day and I don't have a job. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. All right, when we come back, let's take your questions here on Talking Cowboys, if you are having a question, you want us to answer it, I just put out a tweet at Kyle underscore Yeomans. Go and respond to it right now. Got a couple good ones already. How about this? Let's take a look at the young defensive linemen. Will we return with more Talking Cowboys from Oxnard? Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the Cheetah Savannah. 
Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it they go, you go? (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Back to Talking Cowboys. Are you a Cowboys fan who spices up the game? Make sure and nominate yourself or others for the Cowboys Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan, and win a trip to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. I need this before we leave camp, man. <laughs> Isaiah's here to we Sunday? Yeah, so, so we, got, more, we, we, got, we got 48 hours for you to do your we're Captain one, Morgan we're, pose. We're one, one, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. We can do it right now. I, no. it's just Once a, again, I'll move out of the way. It's I'll just a walkthrough today. Why don't we just do it then? You go outside. Yeah, yeah. Just put your foot on out. a cooler and freaking <laughs> hit, hit the ball. Kid <laughs> <laughs> Rick, cooler at the midfield. Cap, Captain Mickey. They'll be right here. <laughs> oh, that would be legendary. I, I, need, the, I, need, I need the hat, I'll Photoshop though. it in there. No, I got you. I'll Beamer, Photoshop it. If we it. get that, I need it on every Photoshop. Oh, gosh. Oh, this is going to be I will 3D print that. No doubt about it. If you frame it, if you buy me some Captain Morgan's, Ooh. Ooh. We can do that. Now we can definitely figure no, that I, out. I stopped, right? Because I, I knew <laughs> that's that's too attainable. It's about to say. Yeah. Oh they sell that stuff at Target here. I mean, they got it down in the, the road. grocery that, stores. Yeah, they've got it just wherever here. We're so. in America. This here. is easy money. This is in Texas. All right. They had more. As a matter of fact, <laughs> they had more of that in the grocery store than they had wine. I swear to God. Oh, and they had more than that than they had like peanut butter. They were almost out of peanut butter, but guess what? The liquor <laughs> shelves where they were stocked. All right. Let's talk about some <laughs> questions here. What just happened? I don't know. We're looking we're looking for a new, we're looking for a new sponsor. <laughs> we're trying to figure it out. All right. This one is from peanut our friend butter Shady. And Captain Morgan. Shady on Twitter, he says, I haven't been able to keep up as much, but has Ridgeway, John Ridgeway III, shown up as a run stuffer here in practices? He's anxious to see him in preseason action. What are you seeing from Big Ridgeway? Stop being anxious. Yes, this dude is a freaking house. 
and he is physical. I love his attitude. He is literally clogging things up. We've seen him utilized as a combination with him and Hill, uh, both of those guys in there. Um, and then you you can put whoever the heck you want to outside of them because this defensive line is getting a lot of pressure and getting up the field right now. Um, I'm excited to see what they do next week uh, when, when they when things are really flying around against Denver. And that would be the real test. But in terms of how he's looking so far to date, I, I love it. Yeah, we haven't had a fight yet in training camp. We've been really close. There, there were about three instances yesterday where I'm it's like, really "Oh, this, this is it. This is it." And if they had a practice today, I would have, I would have bet that would be the what, day. What got What got Parsons dander up at the end? I'm not sure. That was, that was one Biotis. of them. Biotis. Biotis got into it. It was yeah. through, after, after walk through. Yeah, and Biotis just got a little bit too physical with no helmets on, and he was like, "Dude, it's 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 walk through." And it happens. But he, Biotis looked like he was ready to go during team drills. Maybe it carried over. I don't, I don't know. But I, I, my point is. It was hard to really pinpoint a lot of those instances yesterday because there were a couple of them that were kind of flare lingering flare-ups yeah. as you went along. You couldn't really pinpoint It's like hot tub time machine. <laughs> His arm almost got him. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. So uh, this, is the, this is the time when this kind of stuff happens because yeah. – Guys can see the preseason games coming up. Yep. They're about to have a practice with another team. They're tired of hitting each other. Yep. And John Ridgway, if and when there's a fight, a little Ooh. skirmish, he's probably going to be in the middle of it because that's just his <laughs> style. He's a nasty interior player. And, yeah, there's guys, too, that have teammates that have pointed him out that he's been showing up in these practices. He so looks far. like two refrigerators just put together. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's huge. <laughs> if you take two – I don't know what our sponsor is. I'm not going to say the names, but – Two refrigerators. I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to yeah, think of a brand. Put them side by side. That's what it looks like. And he stood next to D Law the other day. He made D Law look like a teenage kid. You mean like the ones that have the double doors yes, and they open out? Yes. Yeah. The industrial kitchen. Yeah. Like the built ins, man. Like that. The those ones kinds. that Nick's got in his house. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah they don't call him Big John for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mario asked on Twitter, he says, Is anyone working specifically with the kickers on technique and oh, fundamentals? Seems like they could improve with a little bit of guidance, especially Garibay as a rookie. Mickey, I know we, we heard from Liram Hiralahu yesterday after practice, kind of talked on the going through the motions and the, the mental side of kicking, but is there anybody else that's having an impact on those guys? I don't know that John Fossil's a kicking guru. That's kind of the problem with most uh, special teams coaches. They, yeah. they know, the, you know how to scheme it yeah. and – formations and how they cover and return but they're not kicking experts and that's why I thought it was so valuable for the Cowboys all those years they had uh, Steve Hoffman here as the kicking coach and uh, he was really good Uh, before that they had another guy with Tom he the guy was based here and he would go to come to training camp with him I forget his first name. His last name was Akajanian, hmm. and he was a kicking guru. So yeah. he helped Raphael Septien out, Septien, uh, and, and there's some guys out there that know the finer yeah. arts of kicking, and it's hard for a kicker, I think, to find a coach. Nice. They're just not out there. So you're saying that it would be think, money well spent if the Dallas Cowboys set aside $100,000 to get a kicking specialist coach in here i i think so or or at least somebody that's a consultant right um because i at this point with garibay i think it's in his head Mm. because he kicked so well in the offseason there was no competition right he was the only kicker now he's got competition and i don't know if he's pressing or what but it's just like it's yesterday larum with 
the eight they do, and then the three he kicked uh, in the mojo moment during practice, he was 10 of 11. And Garibay was at 50%. He was four of eight early in practice. Four of eight. A couple then, were in the 30s, And then it yards was one wise. of three maybe, something like that. He made, he I think made he made three, three of four, four three in of the four. mojo moments, and they purposely did the, oh, right. wait, oh, wait, timeout, oh, wait, penalty. holding penalty, you know, just to kind of mess with them a little bit. And and they kicked better during that. Right. But, yeah. but not good enough. Yeah. 50% is great if you're playing baseball, right? Well, he was if three of four. Three of four. Was yeah, he, he kicked know, better there, but, but it was but it, it was yeah. seven of seven of twelve, I think, something like that. Overall. That'll get you cut. Yeah. So again, and as I think McCarthy pointed out, no, Stephen did pointed out that they're not only competing against each other; it's everybody else out there because somebody's going to get cut, yep. right? Yeah. The Jets signed Zerline, but they still got Eddie Pinheiro. One of them's going to get cut. I don't. I don't know that you want to and, go back to Zerline, but and the good thing about the kicker position is that's somebody that you can bring onto your team and and not bat an eye. You're not going to miss a step. You don't have to you know acclimate them to the environment. Yeah, it, they step on it. The field is the field right. no matter what. You know, and like they'll have a conversation with unless their holder. it's lumpy, right? <laughs> <laughs> the field is God, lumpy. Here we go. Here we go. That field is so lumpy. <laughs> but you're right, right? Yeah, you can just step into the fold no matter Veteran what team. Guy. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's because they don't have a kicking coach. In, I mean, uh, no, I'm saying it I mean, could help. For development. No, well, for sh- okay. Because, yeah. I mean, but Fossil's had Janikowski in the past. He had Zerline. And well, I'm not two. sure with the Rams what the – you know, but but they had success there. I think they've got a couple guys in here who don't have a lot of experience, at, at least not at this level. Liram yeah. has in the CFL. Yeah. But they have a young rookie in here who's, who's just learning. And not everybody come, comes in here as Dan Bailey – and is going to hold down the job for ten years. So, or is there a line or Janikowski? Right, but but they they've got to figure this out because Clarence Hill was yeah. on our one of our shows on on the media match yesterday and brought up a great point, man. They, it's like three games they lost last year decided by that that range of points. Yep, where field goals were missed. You you can't do even if even though you play in a bad division or extra points, huh? Or extra points. Or extra points. Yep. I mean, look how close this game was in against San Francisco. It, the most of games come down. To that, to about a kick or two. And you're probably going to see that a lot this year as well with a young team. You're still trying to build in, on the offensive that's side why, of the football. That's why these, these preseason games are so important. They're massive. And I, and I remember last year, I don't think McCarthy liked the question. I said, do you think you would manage the preseason? Because Zerline didn't kick here. Remember last year? Yep. yep. And, and, and so it's like, would you manage the game differently to make sure you get some field goal attempts? Like it's third and nine at the 25, and you run the ball because I want my kicker out there to try and feel. I ain't worried about winning the darn game, and I don't know if he would do that this year with these young guys, but they need kicks, and the offense needs to be productive so they can go out there and try something 43-yard field goals, the ones that you got to make, right. the money kicks. i got a question for you, Mick, all of you guys. Would you trade for a kicker? Trade. I feel like that's a relative. But no question. one keeps two, do they? Mm, unless you got a kickoff specialist, probably not. Yeah, yeah. not anymore because kickoff now is. Yeah, no. I mean yeah. somebody's going to get cut. They're going to be. Cuts. There'll be guys cut, right? And if somebody has two, one of them's on the practice squad, and you can go sign them off the practice squad. Uh, but I I don't know that somebody has two that you go. Oh, I want both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Now if they do. They would trade with you, yeah. right? Yeah, and that was that's. I, I bring that up because 
it's we obviously understand the value of it, but I don't think a lot of people under most people devalue the kicker position. I've always held it in high regard, simply because of the fact they are a necessity to your team. I can go kick the ball off, right? But I can't kick a dog on field goal. Yeah, but you're not going to trade. I would draft capital. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking about for it. Are we have a really crowded defensive line room? Yes. You're going to trade a defensive lineman for a kicker? I'll, if in, somebody would ensure, do it, if it's a like, it, it'd ensure, have to be a top kicker for me. Like it'd have to be one of those top guys the, outside the box. I like it. The it's safety way outside the box. way outside. It's way outside the box. And maybe that's not. I'm the box the front is over But guess what? I would much rather know that I have a Dak Prescott, right, and all the weapons that he has, and then assure that I could close out drives. Okay. That, that sense of security for me is absolutely everything. Because right now, what you have is a Dak Prescott, a CD, a Zeke, a Pollard, all these guys, you know, and they can work the ball down the field. But if you don't score a touchdown, the drive is lost. So what I'm hearing is you're trading Tristan Hill for Justin Tucker. <laughs> well, I would do hey, that. You know I'm not going to say names, but <laughs> I, would, I would to give – my organization, the confidence that no matter what, when we cross this 50-yard line, we're scoring. Yeah. It's not a question mark. You know what? You could argue, though, it's outside the box, but you cannot deny this. This might be the most concerning position they've got. Heck yeah. Because right. it, over, over wide receiver, over offensive tackle. Because this, they got guys that are coming back at receiver eventually, and they've got – at least their the starting starters. offensive tackles are healthy. They don't have a solution at this position right now. And that's now. direct and correlation can, to points, too. And it can cost you games. Yeah. You don't yeah. want, and it's going to force you to start taking risks. Yeah. People don't understand the, the domino effect. It, now, all of a sudden, we got to throw things down the field. All of a sudden, we're, we're asking Dak to throw more in a highly inaccurate passes to try to tr- create something because we're not confident in our ability to kick the ball once we cross the 40. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you don't want your kicking situation to – uh, affect your play calling because you will get in situations yeah. where, all right, we better go for this fourth down because I don't trust my kicker. And I've you, seen it in yeah. college. Now all of a sudden you right? got a strip sack or you got a tip ball. Or, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's when bad stuff starts happening because you're taking risks that you normally wouldn't take. Yeah. So I understand that I'm outside the box, but think about the confidence that you have. When Dan Bailey was here and he was making everything from left to right, doesn't matter where he was at, how confident were you? Very. Very confident. You weren't that confident when he first got here, though. Well, he struggled, and they kept bringing in these veteran guys, and they weren't any better. And they Cowboys were very lucky that Chris Bonio uh, basically – he was a new coach, and, and he laid his stuff on the line that said Bonio's the best one. And, and, and Bonio had come off – a really bad practice, and then he outkicked the veterans at the end. Bailey. Yeah. Bailey, yeah. 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 Boniel vouched for him. Boniel did it too, yeah. by the way. Uh, but but you don't want that to affect your game plan. Thanks to talking about kickers, we got through two questions. That's on it? So we're going to continue with a couple more. It's important. But it's going to be rapid fire. When we come back Uh-oh. in the final segment, we're going to get Mick in some rapid fire. We're also going to find him some Captain Morgan as well. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. 
The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see yes. every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. The shades are back. <laughs> I missed that. You missed Man, it. Man, I missed that. We'll be back soon enough. This is, I guess, are, are you going to be in Denver and or yeah. L.A. for Talking Cowboys reasons or no? I think so. You think so? Are you just going for the game? No, I'll be there. Okay. I'll, I'll be there on Wednesday. I get there Wednesday. Guess what? Isaiah is going to be on the broadcasts, by the way. That's right. He's in broadcasts. Boo, 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 boo. That's right. He's the color analyst yeah. alongside Bill Jones, Babe Loffenberg. Bring some color to the color. I'll be down on the sideline doing my thing, <laughs> wishing I was up there. Oh, talking you're not going to get in a word edgewise. No. Then. Those no, three guys be. are in the booth. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll just kind of – I've got my scripted open, and that's about it. That's all I get. So For the sideline? Yeah, for the, that's it. <laughs> I, get the, I get the first hit, and that's, that's, that's my job. But – uh, really excited about that. Also, before we get into this rapid fire, we do have a broadcast coming up tomorrow of practice. Mm. Live practice broadcast on TXA 21 starting at 11 Pacific time. So it would be 1 Central time going 1 to 3 tomorrow. So it will be me, Nate Newton, Isaiah Stanback, and then a rotation of Mickey, Rob, Nick Eatman, and Patrick Walker. That's a lot of talent right there, Kyle. That's a ton of talent. A lot of freaking talent. Lucky to be a part of it. I'm happy to be all security. Hopefully there's enough action out there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, I hope so, too. I hope so, too. All right. Rapid fire. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We we get 45 seconds. That's 15 seconds each to answer this question. I want all three of you guys to answer it. And Mickey gets to start him off. And if he goes over, I'm going to point to Rob. All right. I'm ready. This one's going to be fun because Mickey's (laughs) going to have something to say about this one. All right. Ty says, Chris Godwin is back to practice today for the Tampa Bay. He hurt his knee only two weeks before Michael Gallup. Is it that really that big of a time difference? Why is he going to play and Michael Gallup's not going to play with a similar knee injury two weeks prior? Ready, set, go. Maybe he healed faster. (laughs) And maybe he didn't just tear an ACL. Maybe 
uh, or he just teared an ACL, and, and Michael Gallup had a little bit more. Very well done, man. Wait, wait, when did Godwin get hurt? Two weeks prior to Gallup. When did he have the surgery? Though? When did he have the surgery? Oh, I don't know. Because Gallup had Gallup the surgery didn't have in February. The surgery till February. So that's, that's the the, the, clo- the clock started five months ago. All right, so. We can go ahead and pass it Rob, yeah. Rob wins. Yep, right. Rob wins that one. All right, which one of hey. these three? So when you ask McCarthy, <laughs> when you ask McCarthy a question, you're you're one and zero. Thank well you. Done. Good job. All right, which one of these three has gotten the most reps with Dak Isaiah? Is it Dennis Houston, Jalen Tolbert, Simi Fajoko? Jalen Tolbert. Why? Uh, simply because he's the draft pick and he gets first dips. Uh, right second behind him is going to be Houston. Who's impressed you the more? I like Tolbert. I like Tolbert. I'm impressed by Houston. Okay. Rob? Yeah, Tolbert. Isaiah and I were talking about this yesterday. He's so smooth, and his, his personality is so even-keeled. Yeah. And, and for a young guy, that's really, really impressive. Like, he carries himself kind of on the field and off the field like he's been doing this for a minute. Tolbert. <laughs> I love this, Mickey. All right. UK <laughs> Cowboys fan says Sam, or Sam Williams versus Dorrance Armstrong versus Dante Fowler Jr. Ooh. Who takes the starting spot so far, Mick? So far, it's uh, Dorrance Armstrong. And everybody needs to remember, you got to play the run. Yep. And I'm not sure how well uh, Sam Williams can play the run. And I just haven't seen anything that Fowler's done. Mm. Like, oh, there's 56, nope. right? Is that, is that it? Okay. Dorrance Armstrong. And remember, he had six sacks last year. That's as many as Randy Gregory had. Now, I don't know if Gregory might have played less snaps because he, he was out. But he was productive. He might take another step forward. Sam Williams is jumping out, though. Yep. And I think he's going to be part of this thing. Rotation. Yeah. yeah. Armstrong, his contract says so. Sam Williams is making a big splash, and he's going to come along fast. Fowler probably won't be on the team. Wow, you finished so? that right at 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. All right, the boys have invested 13 out of the last 20 picks at the defensive side of the ball. Who is going to be a surprise cut from that group? G from Jersey asked that one. He's a friend of the show. Rob, you have a surprise guy that's at the on the defensive side of the football that may not make it? I, I got to look at D-line. I'm not sure who it's going to be. I know people – Tristan Hill is a popular pick when we talk about this just because of the numbers. But he's having a really good camp, yeah. start to camp so far. So I don't know if that's going to be the case. Okay. You mentioned Fowler. That, that's an interesting pick. Yeah, Kelvin Joseph. Okay. Wow. I was thinking more D-line, but yeah. See, and I was thinking that too because you look at defensive line and there are so many names there that somebody you like is not going to make this roster. Just pure numbers, that's all it is. That's what I hate about it, but I think we're going to see that at some point. I don't think they'll give up on a second-round pick that fast. Mm -hmm. I think it's Basham. Hmm. Veteran, been here for a little bit. That, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you wanted me to pick a draft choice since you said. No, nah, I'm okay with that. No, just a guy has, on defense. Has, has Joseph shown you anything to, to, to stay around aside from where he was drafted? <sighs> Listening to the little bit of time I got to talk with Stephen Jones, they think he's one of their stronger oh, cornerbacks. Dan Quinn said that, too, the other day. But to answer your question, I ain't seen it yet. No, I don't know Maybe what he's at. strong. If you take the draft pick, if you take the draft pick, he's been getting toasted though. Those toast. He has, but he's, I mean, speed wise, he's one of the top guys, or he was coming out of the but draft. Okay, but okay, but you, you haven't seen that yet. Here's the deal: give me another backup corner that has stood out. That's not a yeah, starter. Bland, Bland doesn't look great yet. Nation Wright. Yeah, and yeah, I like but right. Bland's had his ups. Nation Wright. I like Wright. He's a he's a draft choice. Yep. 
Bland has had some moments, but he's a rookie. Yep. Yep. Obviously. So Wright, expect, yeah. Wright's probably yeah. had more. Yeah, he's yeah, probably he's, I like he's, Wright. Yeah, yeah, he's made yeah. some plays. All right. Are we worried about Trayvon Diggs getting deep beat deep in practice several times, Rob? Are you worried about it? No, he also made some plays on the ball too. And the one that everybody's pointing out was when Simi beat him deep on a go ball drill yep. in one-on-ones. Isaiah knows this very well. There's no pass rush. That is designed for – And no safeties. No safeties. No help over the top. Quarterback has all day if he wants. That that drill is designed for DBs to fail. Facts. It's the most unfair drill in practice. And that's why he was mad about it, and Al Harris got off in his tail and said, hey, we, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. That's one of those things where there's a balance of, yes, it's unfair. Yes, he didn't have a good rep, but it's also you're an all-pro. You're expected to be the best. Don't give yeah. up on a play, yeah. even but, in practice. But that was Al Harris. Okay, yeah, side that's of it. A, a, and good I coaching. Yeah. Yes, I mean, but let's let's face it. There's a reason why quarter, quarter quarterbacks pass for five thousand yards. The DB's getting beat. The corner. I don't care who you are. You get beat. Yeah. Now the key thing is, do I compensate for getting beat by making plays? Mm. And he has made plays, right? So. Made a couple last year, I think. <laughs> Just a few. Yeah. A few of those they, plays. They've, they've structured this defense for him to take risks. Yeah. That's the reason why you see three safeties. Mm. Mm. Good point. And that's a good one to end on. I like on. that. Yeah. Appreciate you guys sending in all the questions here on Talking Cowboys. Isaiah, it's been fun having you these last couple of shows. We'll see you <laughs> in Denver. For Mickey Spagnola, for Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, and the great Chris Beam in the back, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you next week with more Talking Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!